0: This is
1: the 99 Black Podcast. Welcome to the 99 Black Podcast. This is Wes, and I'm here with Connor. Hey, guys. And I'm with his lovely bride as well. Hey, Shauna. Hello. So it's been a minute since Shauna's been on here, and we've also got Cassie. Hey. So we we wanted this, we wanted to bring the crew back together again. Mm -hmm. Um, And over the summer, we're trying to uh, do maybe a little bit more fun, I, I don't know if this is fun topics, but not as scripturally in-depth. Is that a word, scripturally? Yeah, I think
2: that's pretty accurate.
1: So uh we have a topic for today, um, and it's church, big churches versus little churches, and we're just kind of talking about the importance of church, kind of our thoughts on a big church, a uh, small church. Before I get into that, I told you earlier, I called 911 today. Yeah, I've been itching to hear <laughs> like what there. i did not know about uh, you can need to check your marco yeah.
0: wow you Set said it on the marco we oh.
1: marco poloed like four times and i don't know where you were that's why i called you i was like are you okay because you were not responding
0: she was hanging out the pool yeah sorry
3: no was this busy. was after
1: you left the pool oh
0: mm. nope see <laughs> i i obviously don't get notifications or i get them you're I usually just on it them. pretty
1: fast that's why i was surprised that you didn't respond but anyway so yeah what happened it's not a big deal but like um, you know how obviously a manhole in the road, yeah. Um, and then they put like steel plates over it to if it's open for some reason, which well, are heavy, right? And so they had a steel plate over the manhole, except for it had slid over, and I drove right like I must have drove over the edge over, it cause I hit it, mm. but yeah. I barely did it. That's but scary. <laughs> like I realized it, and I kind of swerved, you know, and I probably barely touched it, but half of the manhole. Was open in the middle of the road, and so I called nine one one and informed the authorities, and hopefully, they got it fixed pretty quickly. And she's like, "Which uh, which direction are you headed? Do you ever know what direction you're (laughs) going with somebody?" I know eastbound. I am east, so I was like, "I'm going towards the interstate." So you're inbound, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you say so. (laughs) Um. So yeah. So that was my little nine one one story today, and I felt so nervous about having to call nine one one like. Is like this okay something? that I do this? Should I call, like, the Department of Transportation? But I figured it was an emergency. So. Oh, yeah,
2: man. If someone actually really, does like, fell? hit one of those dead on, in it? like, the, oh. the wheel caught the man yeah. oh, you're ripping up Oh, yeah, that it's going to be
1: bad. And, you know, I don't know that that didn't happen. Yeah, you don't. Because I didn't go back that way later in the day, so. That's where you messed those up. Those
0: things scare me. I always think of It, the movie uh-huh. It.
1: I used to work in those things. Yeah, working in Dude, wastewater management, that's too. A, stop. That's definitely a, a deep manhole. Thoughts and prayers Thoughts to all those <laughs> affected by the manhole. <laughs> <laughs> on Broad River Road. Or, or on Broad River Road. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I just wanted to say that this is a Protestant view that we're giving today. Mm. Shout out to our Catholic listeners. I know you're out there. We love you. And actually, we have an episode coming up in the future. Yeah, we're going to kind of talk about some Catholic stuff, so that should be good. Uh, and so this is a Protestant view of talking about big churches versus small churches, maybe some things that we think about those things. Like, do we like one over the other things like that? Or is one more effective than another? Um, but like, if somebody asks you what, what's the church, what is the church? Like, how do you respond to that?
2: Mm. Typically I respond with, uh, usually if someone's like, well, I go to, what's a church? I usually say, well, like big C, are you referring to like big C church or little C church? Not in the, in the category of big versus small, but like you have like the building where people corporately gather and worship. Uh, and then you have big C church, which would be the body of Christ. Um, you know, yeah. As, as believers in Jesus. Anything? So I
0: actually looked this up, like what is a church? Mm. And that's okay. all where, So some theologians call it visible church and, like, invisible. Okay. So you have, like, the visible church, which is the local church, the physical uh, buildings. And then um, the invisible church, which is, uh, I I guess it means, like.
1: The the actual people.
0: Yeah, the actual people, the gathering of people.
1: What's the thing you do with your hands? This is the church. Now, I'm, I'm trying not to flip you off right no, now. What like, is oh, it? What? <laughs> <laughs> what is the thing you do with your hands? This is the church. This is the uh, oh I'm, the
0: steeple.
3: Uh, oh yeah. You yeah, lost me. I I never did that.
2: I thought you were this, throwing signs yeah. up at me like
1: <laughs> gang gang <laughs> I was like, what? church gang. <laughs> something about you see all the people. Anyway, yeah. So a church. Um, the church is not the building, but if you actually look up the Webster's definition, yeah, the first thing it gives you is a building, and I have some thoughts about that but the bible does not define a church as a building it defines it pretty much as the people um we see paul writes a bunch of letters to churches but they're not in buildings and we'll get to that so um yeah it's not a building and Romans 16 he says they were in their houses doing all this stuff so i got house churches uh this word i don't know i looked up it was like i don't know if this is this is another language it's either greek or latin i don't know i think it's greek Ecclesia, it just means an assembly or called out ones. So mm. uh, what do you guys think the purpose? So we said a church is like a building and it's the people, but mm-hmm. mostly the people that assemble at the building, you know, from a biblical point of view. Um, what is the purpose of the church? Like if you just like rambling through like some things that the church is supposed to do, any, any ideas? What you got, babe? Shauna wants to say something. I like can
3: <laughs> I mean, I think it's just like, you know, likely lifestyle people getting together, like Christians getting together and worshiping God together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeping people like accountable as well.
2: Yeah. I think the church, you said the purpose of the church. Yeah. All right. I would say um, having, it's a, a place, a location where, like I said, believers could corporately a worship and I mean that is w- like in unison like all of us together um worshiping uh in worship and 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 having fellowship and prayer also think the church the purpose of the, of the church is to um produce disciples it's a big one to me so
1: any any thoughts on that Cassie like what the purpose of the church is
0: uh, so I have some big opinions she's, on she's that <laughs> today. <laughs> Cassie is the uh, only one that's
1: in the group that is actually, like, a church church staff member. Yeah. So Yeah.
0: I get paid, so. so you, don't like to, you, you don't have to listen me to for that. Saying like she, <laughs>
1: she just flexed. I get paid. I get, <laughs> I I get, get paid <laughs> to worship God. So <laughs> how about you guys?
0: Well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, too many people come to church with this mindset of church is for me. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. And... If I'm coming to church, I need to be as comfortable as possible. And if I'm not, then I'm just not going to go to this church. Mm-hmm. But that's not what it's about. Like it's you're coming to church for to worship God. Mm-hmm. Like that is that should be our mindset all the time. And it's not about us. It's not what the church can offer us, what it can do for us. But I feel like too many people, especially in this generation, are so caught up in what the church can do for them.
2: Yeah. I definitely think that, um, if you're talking like Eastern to Western culture, Mm -hmm. um, the idea of a church and what the purpose of a church is would definitely, um, be black and white different in the sense of you got, I I was assuming with Cassidy, Cassie referring to like consumerism, like people consuming and just taking and taking be one to be entertained where, like, in Eastern culture, you see a lot of churches, like, more, I don't know, more mirroring what the Bible, you see in the Bible where, like, it's houses and kids, like, you know, itching and to, you know, have a Bible in their mm-hmm. hands and, like, treating it like it's, like, gold, you know. and Yeah, like, actually
1: get, treasuring the opportunity to assemble and worship God yeah. and do those things. um In Acts chapter 2, that's, like, the first place we see the immersion of the Christian church, church, mm-hmm. um, and it, they're meeting in homes and acts two forty two uh, says that all believers devoted themselves. I think it's four things to the apostles teaching, to fellowship, sharing in meals, including the Lord's supper and to prayer. Mm. So I'm like thinking, what's the church supposed to be doing? Well, this is four things that they should be doing on top of worshiping God and singing songs and hymns, like the scriptures say, uh, getting, getting taught, the getting taught about Christ, right? You know. Yeah. And then the fellowship, that's like the actual assembly with amongst believers, sharing in meals, um you know, smaller churches tend to do this a little bit more. Uh and including the Lord's Supper, um depending on your denomination or whatever, that's done differently. And then prayer. Yeah. Um I, I've said before, if you a lot of churches now in my personal experience, if you open the doors and said, all right, we're having church at 1030, everybody shows up and said, you know what? Instead of our typical service where you get to listen to worship music and you get to hear a sermon, we're actually going to spend the next hour in groups praying together, and everybody's going to pray out loud. The church would look very different it's the next way. week. They said, for now on, we're going to do this. If we kind of just said, hey, we're going to have a little bit of teaching, and we're going to fellowship and meals afterward. We're going to have Lord's supper while we're here, and we're going to just we're just going to spend some time praying together each week. Um, that would be very nerve wracking for many. You, your yeah. face, Shauna, <laughs> when I said that I was like, oh no, I don't want to do that.
3: Yeah, count me out. <laughs> you
1: know, I definitely
2: want to. I, I want to pin that uh, situation for later in the conversation because I definitely think that's a point to be put made. a
1: pin in it. All right, so um, we're talking about big churches versus small churches, uh. I think it's important to find like what's a big church, what's a small church. And it actually there's a few conflicting when, when the, the bigger you get, the, the definitions change. But yeah. a small church, twenty-five to two hundred people. So 25. anything less than two hundred, some churches, some people say less than a hundred. Yeah. Uh and this is a and I knew this because we went to a uh church exponential conference where it's like church multiplication conference years ago, and they talked about some of these things like small churches. Small churches make up 85% of Sunday morning meetings. Mm. So less than 200 people in a church, that's 85% of churches in America. Actually, it averages around 150. So a church with 150 or less is 85% of the churches. And the way that you kind of see things, it kind of appears like, oh, most churches are big, and then the look at those little small mm-hmm. ones. But the actual numbers are... There's a ton more small churches than there are like big churches or mega churches. Stuff like that. It said that mid sized churches are like two to like four hundred people. Mm. Something like that. And a large church is over three hundred and a mega church is like two thousand people plus.
2: Which is insanity to think about because like my graduating class <laughs> was like <laughs> I think we and I went to a pretty big school you and it graduated. Was like, it was like, yeah, no, I know I made it. <laughs> But it was, like, I think it was, like, 1,500 people, That's um, which is huge, right? Yeah. And it's, like, that attending every Sunday would just blow my mind.
1: Okay, so before, before before I get your thoughts on good and bad and everything about the different size churches, I want to know, like, everyone's personal experience. Did you have grow up with bigger churches, smaller churches, both? I'll let you go first.
2: Uh, I was going to let the women's go first. But okay,
1: go ahead, Johnna.
3: Um, So growing up, I think, Mostly big churches. I mean, I went to Calvary Chapel in Philadelphia with my parents and then in Lexington, which is pretty... It, we started at Lexington. was pretty small when we started there. And then it got bigger when we left. And then Radius, I feel like it's pretty medium-sized. Mm-hmm. White Knoll, probably smaller, I consider. But
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Cassie? Uh, well, my church experience <laughs> is your church
3: experience. <laughs> Not exactly.
1: Oh, well, I mean, I guess well. that the with the end of my term <laughs> yeah. with my first church. I didn't think term.
0: about that. Uh, well... The times we did go to church when I was little, they were small churches, mm-hmm. um, like Southern Baptist, small.
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah. My, uh, so the first church was, when we hit 100, it was like, oh, wow, this is a big Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, but it never felt like we were, you know, I was just, I was like younger. I was in my teen from a kid, like my whole up to 17 years old, I went to this one, same church. And I was never like, oh, man, this is such a tiny church because... Yeah. The build, like, the building was kind of redone, and um, it was just, like, I thought it was nice, but I always knew that when, when I, if I would count, and here's the thing, like, numbers-wise, like, that's not important, I think we'll probably hit that some, but, like, it's not about the numbers when it comes to our walk with Christ, but we're talking about, like, church, you know, big or small, uh, when we hit 100, I was like, wow, this is a lot of people here, and I kind of look at it now, I'm like, oh, wow, actually, 100 people isn't that big Compared to a lot of places. Yeah,
2: I mean, so you mentioned that statistic uh, or that grouping. I thought that I'd, from my whole childhood on up, uh, that we went to big churches. And uh, I've been humbled really quick to realize that I actually went to a lot of small churches my whole life. Um, so how
1: many churches have you been a part of?
2: Uh, <laughs> so as a kid in, in the house, uh, I remember like th- three or four churches in the house uh just because we lived in virginia and then we went to a church in north carolina and then we went to a church when we moved to south carolina so that's three I think we might have tested out another one and then out out of the house uh probably another two or three like i went to like you know new spring and all the like cool the ones that were like geographically like uh popular in our area so like where all the high the senior kids and the young college students were going that's i would kind of tag along with the that. cool kids yeah all the cool kids so i've probably been to like six or six churches but being involved that's a different story okay yeah. so yeah. i wanted to
1: i wanted to read this uh i came across this article and it's uh something andy stanley said a while back i'm um, not exactly sure when this was and he actually apologized for it later oh. Um, if you, if you, (laughs) (laughs) if you know anything about me, I'm not a fan of Andy Stanley. I think he's kind of going off the rails, but, um, his dad though is pretty cool. Yeah. RIP. So, (laughs) um, there's this quote from Andy Stanley. It says, when I hear adults say, well, I don't like a big church. I like about 200. I want to be able to know everybody. I say, he says, I say, you are so stinking selfish. Mm. You care nothing about the next generation. All you care about is you and your five friends. You don't care about your kids, wow. anybody else's kids. I'm saying if you don't go to a church large enough where you can have enough middle schoolers and high schoolers to separate them so they can have small groups and grow up grow up the local church, you are a selfish adult. <laughs> Get over it. Find yourself a big old church where your kids can connect with a bunch of people and grow up and love the local church. And buy my book. Seriously. <laughs> <saying. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Please. So, uh, what 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 are your thoughts? When, I object uh, to that. So <laughs> he, uh, he he d- In his defense, he did apologize for that, like very quickly, and said that was uh, stupid. He said even I'm offended by listening to what I said. So I'm offended by <laughs> okay. it, with- I wow. offended myself. <laughs> um, thoughts on that, womens
3: hmm. I mean, that's just nuts. I mean, I feel like if it's too big, then you're not really going to connect with anyone because there's just too many people to even
0: try to connect with. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so being a staff member and I lead the kids ministry, um, I say that is completely stupid. (laughs) 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 Like you have, so when we do have a lot of kids on a Sunday morning, I feel like it is complete chaos. Mm -hmm. It is so hard to connect with those kids. Mm -hmm. But when we have like a small group of kids, um, in a classroom, like you are able to like talk to them personally and get to know them, get to know what's going on in their life. I just, I just don't see.
1: All right, so big churches versus small churches. I think there's a tsunami outside yeah. right now. Big churches versus uh, versus small churches. What are some pro? What's so in this thing? In this uh, quote, a pro for a big church is that they have programs, and I hear this a lot. So you, Cassie, you said that you know consumerism is kind of a a problem um this is about me so programs i have as a pro like they offer programs for kids they offer big programs for high schoolers and this is the opportunity to like minister to these kids right so i mean what do we do like thoughts on like big churches offer programs smaller churches may not be able to offer that is how important is it that big churches be able to offer this so,
2: I mean, if you really want to know, like, where I stand in the the grouping, I'm all a big fan of small churches. Um, do I think it's important that big churches offer, um, would that be essentials? Like, uh, not essentials, but uh, programs, uh, resources, mm-hmm. that's the best word mm-hmm. for it. You know, they offer resources. Yeah, I think you should. You You have a church body that you are making a huge amount of money. I mean we really want to get into some of the things with the big churches. I mean, you got these pastors making well, well over six figures. Plus they're able to, you know, have all the new gadgets and toys, you know? So yeah, I think at a bare minimum, you should offer that within these programs and things. Um, Do I think that it's genuinely connecting uh, and reaching these people? That's a different conversation, but I do think it's a pro that like, um, you know, you have a church at least. Like, I've never been involved in like a program like that. Going to all these churches that I mm-hmm. went to, they couldn't afford it. So I think that like at least the attendees of that get plugged into something. At least they have a commitment or something. Do y'all
1: think that if a church that is large, like a mega church or something, offers big kids programs, like is that good or or big student like youth group programs, is that better for the students? And kids or does it matter? <laughs> All right, the power went out for a minute, so let me try this again. <laughs> uh cause it's like really raining and stormy out there. So d- big programs at churches for kids and students. Um how important is that? Does it matter?
0: So as I said, like you have the kids who um who don't get it at home. They don't mm-hmm. get any biblical teaching at home. Um, and then you have the parents who drop their kids off on Sunday morning, and they're like, these people are going to teach my kids everything. Well, when I was
1: growing up, l- l- people literally dropped their oh, kids yeah. off and left. That's crazy. Pretty <laughs>
3: sure we had that happen. <laughs> I'm sure that happens. They,
1: and they would just leave yeah. and come back in an hour and a half and pick their kids up That's, from children's church or whatever. Yeah, so they oh, yeah.
0: expect the church to teach their kids everything, and then they don't have to teach them anything.
1: hmm yeah. So you don't think that a bigger program is necessary? I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. But I mean, we see the flaw. We can see the flaws yeah, in pro- program.
2: Well, like so, ours, for example, I think is the only thing the community's got. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a s- kind of an essential resource because like these kids have nothing else, and if they aren't with us, then they're going to be uh, in bad situations or just sitting around the house. Like it actually gives them to have time to like. I mean, especially this generation is not a social, um, socially skilled, especially with the past <laughs> two, three years um, of children that have time to interact with each other. Uh, so it kind of gets them out in the house and does stuff. Mm-hmm. The bigger programs where you have like a thousand kids going to that, um, it might just be if it's really, really well developed and really, really invested, heavily invested in, it could be some not surface level teaching, like instead of just trying to herd cats and get them to sit down yeah. just to hear a Bible message and maybe re- memorize a memory verse, mm-hmm. it might actually be something where you're. it's kind of like a second school or it is a, like an after school program that's really fun. And so, you know, I, I
0: think feel like there's so much uh, stress put on the church to also have these programs I because know. to produce. You know. because if you don't then people aren't gonna come because they don't want their kids to sit in church with them which yeah. is so stupid to me yeah, yeah. your kid I can sit in church yeah it is going to be okay
1: yeah. no matter what their age is no. even if they're in middle school and high school they I should be. School they should be in church school with, school with you be, if yeah. you're a parent yeah. I
2: hundred percent think that your child should sit with you and just see what how it is to like,
1: like worship we have two services so for us and we have to be there for both obviously because Cassie works there but if you go to a church that has two services, and especially if you're like helping out during a different service, let your kids sit with you during service and prepare them for worship. Like show them how show them yeah. show them how to worship, and then uh, second service, you like you know if you got something to do, they can go to a kids ministry if that church has that. Not not all churches have big programs. Obviously, that's the I guess some people consider that a con of a smaller church, and it may be. I mean, I understand as a parent, like I want my kid to have fun at church. But the more mature in my walk with Christ that I've gotten, the more I've been like, hey, like, I want to show you how to worship. Hey, I want yeah. you to see, I want you to be able to sit still. I want you, <laughs> I want you to be <laughs> able to sit still and watch someone do something like, you know, a grown-up can do because I'm also trying to prepare you to be an adult Christian, not yeah. just a child, you know.
0: And there's another side where people are like, oh, they're a distraction. But it's like, honestly, if you can't get past a kid, like making some noise in the church, you need to check yourself. Well, that's yeah. where I miss
1: like some of the family dynamic of a church. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. if if Shauna brings in a bunch of kids and they're screaming their heads off, but I'm like, you know what? Instead of it's like get that get those kids out of here, it's like, well, because we're kind of close knit, smaller family. I'm like, man, that's a, like maybe I can help Shauna. Maybe right. uh, yeah. you know, um, I'm glad that she's here with her kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things like that, like
3: more mm-hmm. encouraging. Like I'm so glad that you came, even if. Your kids are being crazy. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Because mean, not everybody's ready to drop their kids off, and right. I, I get that. We, you know, it was a struggle. I mean, I think yeah. both of y'all like waited to. Yeah, I to think do it was that.
3: like a year. Mm-hmm.
2: And year al- after. also, I mean, like I said before, I think that we as Americans, being consumers, mm-hmm. have a hard time or have a hard time realizing and swallowing the pill that, um, like, I've been on mission trips. Like I, w- I went over to Costa Rica, and like the church service was in an outside gymnasium, sweating in a hundred degree weather, and the, you know everybody's got the five, six kids that are just, you know in the corner playing in like this little playpen, mm-hmm. and it's like that was church. So I feel like if you got to experience that as someone who goes to a like a uh, like I went to a Baptist church as a kid uh, in America, and it's like you know everybody's very clean cut and ordered. It's like I understand why people have that hesitation of bringing their kids into service because that's kind of what our culture kind of well, set, you, set it up as. Like yeah. you don't
3: want to be judged for your kids acting out, yeah. but they yeah. don't know how to act, but the only way they're going to know how to act is if they're sitting in yeah, church. They're yeah, they're
1: taught so. how to. <laughs> My child's wild. It, man. It's like a it's like I think uh, like a, if you have a small child like a slow progression right. like hey, you bring him in for a little bit, they scream and you know, even even our church is smaller Like, we built a mother's room, so there would be a place for you to go to at least hear it, you know, or something like that. Um, I I wanted to ask, so obviously programs at a a bigger church are going to probably be a pro side to a bigger um, group of people who are able to offer some things. So what are some pros? So we're not, like, we might have our preferences, and we'll talk about that before we close out. But, like, uh, what are some pros? to going to a bigger church. If you're, if we're talking to somebody who's looking to looking for a church, we're going to tell them the pros and cons of both. So, what's the pro of a big church? Um, I feel like
3: you can just like go in and like see how it is and then kind of just leave without mm-hmm. really being noticed. And that's probably most people want to do because they want to check out the church before they actually get involved. Yeah. So.
1: And that see that's the see that's the pro. For someone searching for a church, but then it's the con if they continue that, like, forever. Right. right? And that's where a lot of frustration comes in Mm -hmm. because you are inviting, you say, hey, we're a bigger gathering, you can kind of come check us out. But then people get stuck and they're like, I like just checking this out and I'm never going to fulfill the duties of the church. Yeah.
2: I mean, I think a big church, you, it's a lot more comfortable. Like, I mean... You know, as a going to a small church, one of our churches was like in a, a rental building. We had to break it, set it up, break it down every day. You know, um, you don't have to do that at a big church. I mm-hmm. think that so that's like that comfort. You we're not really asking a lot of our attendees right off the uh, right off the bat. Um, I think that you as a pro also you might go to a church that because this church is well funded, it might be. In the center of so many different towns, pretty you get to meet a lot of different people and 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 get plugged into a lot of different communities that you probably would have never been on that side of town, unless it was um been on that side of town unless it was um like you going to church. Like yeah. I remember going to church and being like, oh, they're from they're about an hour out, you know, but because you know the church was just in the center point of all these different communities, and I think that cons is like you get to be kind of fly under the radar i think that you get to really just consume and and we you're not asked there's nothing else asked of you uh and then also you might not um sorry y'all are (laughs) i'm I'm trying y'all are so the if you can't see the cameras uh, Wes and Cassie are messing with the, my <laughs> camera right now, and it's. We're just trying to get your head right. <laughs> Cassie <laughs> had
1: to check her hair before, and to change my. voice. so sorry. So, my so <laughs> sorry. No, it's all good. But anyway, so yeah,
2: that's the con. You get to fly under the radar. We don't really ask anything else of you. As a leader, yeah.
1: as a leader within a church, that's the biggest like problem that I have with a big church because I have a friend named Stephen. We were talking about this They got involved in small groups, which is how you make a big church small. Yeah. So ultimately, the goal is to find a small group to Mm -hmm. be part of, so you can have this tight knit community. So even if you go to a big church, that you can you have your community. Yeah, you have your community, and then the Sunday morning service is a large gathering for worship. It does the it does the great things. It has whatever. But if you go to a big church, but never go to a small group, you are missing out.
2: Yeah, and I think that's where people feel like, oh, like I'm not important. I'm not anything. It's like, well, you got. 500 other people going to the same service like um you're not going to know the anybody just as much as like they don't know you so like that is where you kind of get that awkwardness of like oh well i don't feel welcomed and it's like well is it that you don't feel welcomed or you just realizing that you know nobody and you've been going here for four or five months
1: yeah (laughs) there's definitely a responsibility on you as a person going to a local church and saying like i'm going to plug myself in somehow because i cannot be dependent because in a day it's like some people like to be approached some people hate being approached yeah. so well how do you how do you deal with those people well that the other person has to engage somehow yeah. right right you look and at we've me we've like, made that
0: have. mistake like we went to a church and we're like this church is terrible no one engaged
1: with Too us. big. Yeah, no, we but didn't it, get plugged in. A lot of
0: that was our fault. We didn't try.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we didn't. I mean, we just went Sunday and we never got to know anybody. And then we left a year later saying, wow, we went there for a year and never got to know anybody. Acting like it was somebody else's fault. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so I look at like things like programs, financial stability, giving ability like to the community. Oh, yeah. Um, resources, like you said earlier it's there at least the appearance of a plethora of leaders. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, you
1: might have, um, more people you can connect with that are a leadership in a yeah. huge church. And yeah. a lot
2: of those churches will kind of co- like recruit college, uh, seminary students to kind of get them plugged in, like with like youth and young adults and leading small groups and things like that. And that kind of gives them like, you're pursuing this career in church and, Um, you know, which I'm thankful for because a lot of people go to seminary, never had an experience in like being (laughs) plugged in and like actually, uh, discipling and, and handling people. And then they don't know how to, they only know how to preach and then they don't know how to run a church. So like Mm -hmm. in those big churches, I've seen it where it kind of does work out to, um, kind of carrying on to the next generation of potentially good pastors. And they,
1: they also obviously attract new people like Shauna was saying. People are more willing to go to a bigger, it's, it's more aesthetically pleasing yeah, because the facilities are usually a little more nice because they have more people giving. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And just like I said before, like a lot of the churches that I went to with friends that were in like my senior year college town like time was because this church was aesthetically pleasing. It was the cool church because they knew how to, they were heavily, fun, like, you know, their worship looked like a concert, like everything was crazy. Yeah. And it did bring in a lot of young people.
0: It attracts the younger crowd.
1: Yeah. See, but my fear, and I, the same fear that we all have, is that it attracts the people, but that's all it does. Right. It doesn't disciple the people. Yeah.
2: Well, we haven't gotten to the small churches yet yeah. either. <laughs> <Don't worry.
1: laughs> um, uh, any other thoughts on, like, some major pros or cons that I didn't we didn't mention about a big church?
2: No, I think that
1: was pretty much There's lots of reasons to enjoy a big church if you're going to plug in. Yeah, Yeah. this is definitely
2: not like if your local church down the road from you is a 500 plus church. I'm not telling you to drive an hour across town to go to a small church because we, you know, I might have a different opinion. I'm just saying these are the things that you are to expect with a larger church. These are the things you expect with a smaller church. Oh, uh, but yeah, like get plugged into a church. Period. Yeah. If it's a five people, five hundred people, please just get plugged in.
1: All right. What about some pros and cons of a smaller church? So we all probably have more time in smaller churches than bigger churches. But I've been in, I've been in both. I've been in midsize, whatever. Um, some pro, some pros. I said it was close knit. You know, it's easier to. So <laughs> the problem is like we talk about small groups. Well, our church is two hundred people or whatever. But, um, uh, that's actually a lot, like 200 people is a lot of people to get to <laughs> like know I said, I as thought, a small yeah. church.
2: I thought I was like going to a big church.
1: <laughs> <laughs> small groups are essential to whether you go to a big church or a small church. That's the, how you're going to get to know people. And that's going to form the best community for you. Um, and the more, but some people don't like the close knitness of the small churches, especially cause like some of the ones I grew up in with lots of family, that's, who made up
2: most of the church. That was my, going to be like my number one pro and con to a small church was that a pro is like the close knit. It's a a tight, like a family. And then the con is usually it's a family (laughs) that is like the pastor's, (laughs) the pastor's son (laughs) is doing this. The pastor's daughter's taking care of nursery. And it's like, you know, then sometimes that can be kind of, because you're not in that, that, uh, click, it's the word that gets it tossed gets around. Yeah. It yeah. could get clickish because, oh, well 10% of our members are this family and 10% <laughs> of our members are this family. And yeah. it's like, well then, you know, if you're just a, a a regular or a new attendee that's doesn't know these families, you're, you're like, you might not be able to get in and like call a spade a spade. That is someth- something that does happen with uh, smaller churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um
1: I, I like that the worship has the capability of being more intimate, like instead of a instead of a concert, yeah, where I appreciate lighting and all that stuff. But honestly, uh when I go to church I don't when I go to the worship service, I don't want any fog machines. I don't want any laser yeah. shows. Um, or sprinkles, sp- or, the or smoke. glitter. <laughs> Some <laughs> of mine. glitter coming from the vents, looking at you, Bethel Church. Yeah, when we, we when we visited
2: one of our local churches, um, that was a smaller church. It was just like a, a church building. That was it. No extra wings to it, and that's worship service was amazing. Just because mm-hmm. the intimacy, you could hear everybody's yeah. voices. Um, a lot of times, if you go to a really small church, it's an acoustic session. Love those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could eat those up
1: all day. So I—that's ju- a direct hit at me as the church drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Acoustic sets, no. Drummer. I love those, especially no. when the drummer's not. There. No, Look, like, 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 you can always
2: play a box drum and like make it
1: really, really jazzy. I'm not doing oh, that. No, I've done oh, that yes. before. I did that dur- once during COVID times. It's mm. very uncomfortable. I like, I don't like sitting there. You're hitting sitting, on box. The box. sitting on the <laughs> box. <laughs> sitting on the box and be like poop dup, yeah. like I'm doing something. Um.
2: I would say another con to because we live in a consumerist uh, society, like a consumerist culture, is that unfortunately, and it's not their fault. I think that a lot of people are like, like they just don't, they're all greedy and they're taking their money. Like these churches are barely surviving and keeping Mm -hmm. the lights on. They do not have the money to update their building and put ship uh what is it ship lap on yeah. the wall and like really make the coffee Spice shop and like yeah. paint all c- they don't have that yeah. so typically yeah. it is a the money that they have is
1: probably keeping the lights it on it might
2: yeah. be a blue mm-hmm. carpeted white building that <laughs> you know has a couple pews and yeah. that's just what it is but you might those those churches uh they fly under the radar yeah. i think that's where it like the real con for them is that they're not going to have new attendees because no one bats an eye at them
1: yeah less visitors because of Mm -hmm. the fear of being like me coming in and i don't know anybody and then now i cannot blend in at all yeah right so especially
2: being in the deep south a lot of people get nervous about the small churches because they think like they're gonna bring like snakes out or something (laughs) and
1: you know they're gonna sign up for something if you're lucky (laughs) (laughs) uh also, like, this is a battle for big and small is lack of volunteers to help, like, oh, the man. service and the programs go on. I um, like but, you know, they're able to hide it a little bit. Is that the rain? great? Yeah. I'm <laughs> telling you. Rain. We is are, having a, tsunami. We are a having a scene. spiritual battle <laughs> <laughs> with uh, this. I rebuke guests. you right <laughs> now, devil. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? Uh, volunteers. Um. I know that bigger churches they suffer with volunteers too, because they have the appearance of having volunteer. Can you hear that? Dude, dude that right? sounds yeah. like
2: static coming through. Right know, here that's
1: from. not static. That is a uh, that is the right. that's a hurricane. There's probably a hurricane alert right now. Um, the lack of volunteers in big and small churches, but when they're a bigger church, like they're it, people don't notice it. They just assume you have it all together because yeah, yeah. there's so many people. Right, there's so many people. Like, oh yeah, definitely. But I think the or, the stats are like ten percent. Of the church
2: volunteers, or for the smaller churches, they go. Well, it's such a small church; like it takes like five people to run this, and it's like they don't need me at all. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, like they are just bare. Like nine nine times out of ten, the churches, the small churches I went to, which that's why I'm a big fan of small churches, and I think this will be a, an episode that we dive into on the next episode, like a deeper one, is that a lot of my pastors had a full time job working to pay the bills for the house and then preach full time to keep the pay the bills for the, for the church building. (laughs) So, you know, like it was a lot for them, like uh, as a family and trying to keep the lights on for this very, very small building. Like it's, you know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't even a lot and it was uh, just everything they had. Well, and
1: also because it's small, like the same people do it for 20, 30 years. I mean like our, our, the building that we're in was given to us by 20 person church yeah. and they were struggling to keep lights on they, and they were wanting to reach the community more. Right. And so they contacted us, which were two, 300 person church to them was like super big. And they uh, wanted us to kind of like finish the job for them while they were all getting a lot older. And then that's very commendable for an older church to like be willing to kind of give it up for the sake of like spreading the gospel with a, a growing younger church, because churches have to do this. They have to cultivate new leadership and younger leadership to kind of sustain and that that track needs to keep going. And this is one of my biggest problems with big churches is they might get interns, but because you're in a bigger church, it's cushy. And it's a lot easier to train an intern on how to do spreadsheets or whatever, instead of saying, Hey, We don't have anybody to run these three classes today. Can can you help us do that and formulate leaders out of pressure? It's like I always say, a diamond is built under pressure, right? So a leader is going to be built under the pressure of like keeping things going. And when the bigger the church, they may not get those opportunities, yeah, because it's uh, we got plenty, but a bunch of paid people, whatever. But if you're trying to build disciples, you're trying to build leaders. You throw them in opportunities that they wouldn't otherwise have because it's a smaller environment.
0: I, I think that happens in small churches too, though. Like, you have you have a set of people who are volunteering, and they're the only ones volunteering. And so you're like, you know, let's just keep these, keep oh, these yeah. horses going. Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I would definitely. I and they get burned so out. That.
0: And then yeah. it's like, well, instead of asking these people to just keep doing it over and over – you're not trying to find other people yeah. to help. help. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, and that, with the big churches, like, which is a good comment from Cassie, but also with the big churches, it's, I don't know why they won't take that risk more because it's kind of, a, they have a safety net. Like if you, if you have an intern that you're trying to build as a leader and he, and he drops the ball. Now I'm talking like he just is having a hard time with this. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, you have a, a fund, you have a resource, you have, you have a lot of people that are probably plugged into this church. So so like, take the risk, like roll the dice with this person, because like you said, when they start having a little bit of pressure, they could do it with a small church. It's even more pressure for that leader because they don't have a second chance. They don't have a, um, they don't, it's like you have, like, we're putting all our faith and trust in you. And if you don't carry the the flag the right way, and and then we might drop the ball. And we might not be able to afford it for the next month. You know what I mean? So it's like big church, take a little bit more, um, plug it, put into a lot more people, and because you do have the funds and the safety net to carry these people through and actually see them develop. And there's gonna be mistakes made, but like I think they could actually do it. And the small church. Um, like try to, uh, not use your people, like people as workhorses, because I understand that if that person is doing this well, like, yeah, like it's a good thing. Keep it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. But like that person might get burnt out and like, you might want to try to start recruiting other people. And that's, that's the only thing is that it's people. So like we're in a world today where it's just, people aren't wanting to get plugged into churches, either way, and so it's like, I think big church, little church are facing these issues because of like funds and resources and things like that. But then also we're hitting that that dead wall of like people are consumers and they don't want to get plugged into churches, period anymore.
1: Yep, Sean, I would give you last word on pros cons ver, for a small church. Any anything that we didn't cover that stuck out to you, or something that you specifically think is important for people to know about. Small churches?
3: I personally think that small churches are actually making more headway now because after COVID, I feel like more people want like that small community that they're more like than just like a big group of people that they don't have anything in common with.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Um, all right, so I wanted to get what's your ideal church size? Oh. If you have to pick <laughs> a size of a church, just go with like number of people. Um we're going to assume that it's well funded or and all that stuff like money doesn't matter. <laughs> money money's not the issue. What's your if you like you're looking for a church, what's the size church average attendance church you go to? Oh, I didn't mention this. that in that statistic that the churches that have 150 people, the average attendance is 65 people. Mm. So even a church that has 150 people is still averaging a very low well, attendance of like under 70 people there's but, no consistency yeah no consistency uh, s- all right so what's your Cassie what's your ideal size for a church you could pick any church and you like it to be this number of people which you
0: got uh so i like house churches i would so 20 people and that's going to throw a lot of people off even though i'm paid staff at a <laughs> church <laughs> um i i like the idea of a house church I definitely you, think you're, it's a small group. I think I your mean, small
1: group, that
2: that's what I was about to say. I
1: think
0: that your small is what group our small group is shows that.
1: Well, and during, during COVID, we really experienced we that because we, we had church in our, we back even porch. had worship yeah.
0: on our back porch and it was
1: so much more
2: intentional. It your was small amazing. group now. And I'm not trying to, I think yeah. just kind of commenting on that. I think your small group now is like a house just It's a small yeah. house because church. Yeah. It's yeah. almost 20 I people. Do yeah. a great job
1: with it.
0: And, um, yeah, that's my preference. Um, so. Shauna? Yeah, I think like 20, maybe 30.
1: Wow. Yeah. that's a, Those are really small numbers. Mm-hmm.
3: But I feel like you get to know people better and like can help them when they are like having
0: problems or anything
3: like and
1: that. And this was th- the interesting thing for me, that, that y'all's comment, is that that was with money is not an option or like, you know, no a problem at all.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I feed these people every Monday, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> money is not. We're going <laughs> to cater it.
1: <laughs> your giving goes to your <laughs> weekly meals. All right, Connor, what What about you, man? I think I got it figured out. And if it, oh,
2: anybody wants to recruit me for um, my church planning. <laughs> um, no, I think honestly, like 100 people. And uh, I, I don't want it to go bigger and I don't want it to go smaller. Mm-hmm. I want people to come in, um, spend a couple years with that body and build up disciples. And then I want to send you out and let you plant another church. And, you know, we're all in unison with each other and we're, we're, helping each other, supporting each other, carrying each other. But I, I truly believe as someone who is reading, has read through acts and, and is reading these letters to these churches, I think we should just be, uh, I don't think you should have an attendee that's going for 20 years. I don't think that you should have a workhorse that's been working and it's, it, this is the perfect world. So like, I, I right. know I'm saying yeah. things, but I think, yeah, hundred people, uh, building up people, those people become leaders the the elders go to another church, they raise them up, and then you just keep doing that. Uh, it's like a, you think of it like a five-gallon bucket, and it just keeps pouring into, um, you know, all these little smaller cups, and it just is overflowing and spreading out. That's how I feel it like uh, So
1: my answer, I th- this is a tough one because I really do like the house church stuff, um, but because we're able to do that through our, effectively through small groups, I'm going to go with um a 200 person church mm. which is still considered small but with I have this strange caveat we, we have unlimited funds but we meet in a school. Because Oh, that's a good one. The church, when I went to a church in a school, everybody thought very differently. You're um, bought in. Everybody was bought in and everybody worked to tear down, everybody worked to set up. No one batted an eye either. No. Um, the thought process was different. Actually, when we moved into a building, a lot of people said, "Oh, like I was just waiting for you to move into this building," and that makes me want to vomit. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like, well, we 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 wanted to minister and partner with you long before right. this building was given to us because yeah. it had to be given to us because our church was small, it didn't have money, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, if I could pick a church, I say two hundred people. They're all in small group of 10 to 12 and all plugged in and um, building leaders that can plant another 200 person church that Mm. can plant another 200 person church and keep doing that Uh, building leaders uh, with people inside of like a rented facility and says, Hey, like, I know everybody down the road has a building that they can meet in, but there is something really special in my experience where we spent uh, six ish years inside of a school setting up mm. and you know and if we had to we would just meet at, at somebody's house you know mm-hmm. something like that and it would like focused on meeting together as the church
2: and also i think just commenting on that i think that when you have a, a model like that it's then the church is actually an organism instead of an organization you know it's like yeah. it's actually living and breathing and it's not permanently placed here or there you if you feel like your community's needed more over here, you could find a school that could open its gym to you on Sundays. I think that, that is a good point right there.
1: Um, Hebrews 10, 25 says, don't let us forsake gathering together, assembling together. And that's because the assembly of believers is of utmost importance. And I know you can be a Christian and not go to church, but you won't be a healthy one. I can mm. guarantee you that there will be problems in your relationship with God, like if I don't come home, my relationship with Cassie suffers. All right, if I don't go put myself around other believers consistently with the mindset of worshiping God, my relationship with God is going to be um, hindered. And so God put that in His Word because like He wants community for us because that like we can hold each other accountable and it's really healthy. And so as we talk about like big versus small churches. Just go to church yeah. and go there with the mindset of I'm here to worship God. I'm here to learn to pray. I'm here to enjoy meals with one another. I'm here to listen to teaching that I can apply, and then maybe I'm maybe I'm going to be a teacher one day. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. you see what the gifting is that God has for you. So, Yeah, I agree. Any other thoughts on that? Nope.
2: Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, just go to church. Man. Just Get go to church. Go. Quit, yeah. try,
1: quit trying to be a Christian that, is too cool to go to church because what you're doing is not being a biblical Christian mm-hmm. um, and you're harming yourself and potentially others yeah. by yeah. influencing them to that the church is bad. Yes, there are bad churches out there, um, there are bad hospitals out there. <laughs> I mean, if you, I mean, <laughs> if, yeah. if, there yeah. are hospitals yeah. that have bad reputations, but I guarantee if you cut your leg off, I know you're going to the hospital. Yep. Um, so, hey, I, that was fun, guys. Enjoyed yeah. uh, even though we suffered through I, I don't know <laughs> I have no clue what our the cars are probably like <laughs> thrown across the beginning. street. Yeah. That was a wild storm, you yeah. know. A wild storm here in South Carolina. But uh hey, thanks so much guys for listening. Uh don't forget to drop us a review, hit us up on Instagram, share, share, share this Please. podcast. We we do this for funsies, but we wanna get the word out.
2: Yeah, we love you guys and if you understand that we love y'all, please just share it to someone else <laughs> so they can <could> be loved. <laughs> <laughs> just please. please.
1: Uh, yeah, and until next time, we'll see you in the next episode.